Hola amigos and welcome to the first episode of 2023. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Have you missed me? I have missed you. I have not been able to do any of these for a long time. Uh, I have not been able to do any podcast, any Let's Plays, uh, anything at all that requires me to be able to sit for a period longer than two seconds. For those of you that don't know, this episode won't be about this, but for those of you who don't know, I injured my back two years ago, and it's never healed properly. Uh, I've done everything from x-rays to uh, uh, rehab exercises, and just nothing seems to help. I know what the big culprit is, but I can't do anything about it right now at this time. However, I'm moving on. If you want me to talk about it, let me know in the feedback. Talk to me. Write to me on Twitter. Write to me on Telegram. Uh, tell me in person. Hey, I would like to know what the fuck happened to your back, and I'll tell you. But that's not what I want to talk about today. No. No, no, no. For you see, I was watching YouTube, as one does, and I was watching a history of Tomb Raider. And they go through, wait, I might as well just, it's, uh, give me two seconds, give me two seconds. History, <laughs> I've been doing this for years and still fucking amateur. History of Tomb Raider Games by Nick930, or 930. Uh, everything one word, recommend. Uh, this channel has history about a lot of video game franchises, and so far they're all fucking fantastic. But I was watching the history of Tomb Raider, and I'm far, far from the biggest Tomb Raider fan. Uh, the reboot was great when it came out. I really enjoyed that one, but I could not imagine myself going back to it now because cutscenes, and it's it's very PlayStation exclusive-ish, if you know what I mean by, by that, uh, so I don't think it's anything I can go back to today, but at the time I was very, very happy with it. But that was not my first Tomb Raider game. No, it got me thinking to my first Tomb Raider game, which was Tomb Raider 3. And that got me thinking about all these games and memories that I have because of my parents. In parentheses, family. Excuse me for my voice. I have not done this in a, in a while. <clears throat> um, in parentheses, family, because my big sisters were always there to help me either buy a game that I knew I wanted or they came home with just, surprise, here's a video game. So, But I want to focus primarily on my parents because growing up, that's where most of it came from. And it brought me back to it because my mom... <laughs> ironically enough, with my sister, uh, bought Tomb Raider 3 for me. Now, you know, you all know the story of uh, Sega Mega Drive and my dad, since I've done a podcast episode specifically about that one. I mean, you've listened to it, haven't you, right, amigos? If you haven't, I recommend you go back to it. But a quick recap was... My very first console that I ever played on was the Nintendo 8-bit. Mega Man 3 and Super Mario Bros. I cannot remember exactly which one of those two were first, but it was those two. 
those were the first video games I ever played. And that was on Nintendo 8-Bit. But the 8-Bit was not mine nor a friend's. It was my big sister's. But uh, luckily, I could play um, on the 8-Bit console, even though there was is a <laughs> there was a uh, problem with that console, as in the power cable was extremely loose. I'm not going to go into it. If you want to know more, I recommend listening to my podcast episode when I talk about it. And I'll, I'll look it up, and I'll even write... Uh, what the name of that podcast episode was because I, as usual, did not plan this in advance because I feel like it's more natural if I just don't do it that way. Um, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to look it up now. I'm, I can just edit this fucking thing. Okay, I looked it up. It looks like the episodes I was talking about is just entitled Me, part one and two. It's episode nine and eight. It's episode seven. It's episode seven. But they're both two episodes. Uh, so it's episode seven, me, part one, and part two. And, and I'm pretty sure this is the case. Uh, it's been a while. It's been exactly four years now. Uh, I, in those episodes, talk about uh, how I, uh, how the Nintendo 8-bit was my first console. But after visiting a friend and seeing him play Altered Beast, I wanted this other console, uh, Sega Mega Drive. And Sega Mega Drive was the first console I got to own. And the memory uh, associated with that was I would keep bugging my dad for the Sega Mega Drive. Finally, I come home and my dad just screams for help. Come here, quick, come into the room, quick, come quickly. And I just bolt to the room, fucking panic, because my dad never calls for help. He never he never shows that, he's need, that he needs help, especially for me. I'm just a kid. And when I come in, he goes, I cannot beat... I cannot beat this game, and it's tennis for the Sega Mega Drive. And that was his way of saying, I got you the Sega Mega Drive. And that was, it has to be the first video game memory associated with my parents giving me a game that I've wanted. I got tennis, I got uh, Ice Hockey Elite Serien, as it's called in Sweden, which is, you know, Sweden's... uh, uh, it's called SHL now. I got that one, and I got which ones? I got Sonic Two, Tennis, Hockey. Uh, it was probably those three games. Maybe another one. I can't remember. Anyway, that was an incredible memory that I've talked about before, and another memory uh, that I absolutely treasure was the second console that that was mine was the Nintendo Eight Bit. I got the 8-bit from my dad with games like Fester's Quest, Mega Man 2, which was the first time I got to play Mega Man 2, Metal Gear. Hell, I got... Uh, it was. It's Those are the games I remember. My own Super Mario Bros. I think in the family we had three or four Super Mario Bros. The first one. Never the second one or third one, sadly. But I would... Um, I re- those are the memories that I do remember and I can talk about, but I've had, I have so many more. Uh, another one was I have, I used to play a lot on the Game Boy. And for anyone who grew up with the first game, we're talking like the first fucking Game Boy. We're talking like that fucking gray brick that didn't even have any fucking light. So if you were playing that game on the way home while sitting in the back of the car, you were praying for those fucking streetlights. Because you didn't see flying fuck if you didn't if you didn't have those fucking streetlights. 
If there was none, you're shit out of luck. You ain't playing the video games. But, uh, of course, my parents bought me that one. And when I was a kid, I would hate the new console, the follow-up console released. Uh, for several reasons. One, I was a kid and stupid. That was the big one. But it would also be a, I don't own it. And despite being a very spoiled kid, which I was, fucking hell, I was spoiled. Uh, still am to this day, even though I'm 34 years old. I, despite being a spoiled kid and getting almost any, everything that I just pointed my chubby little fingers at, I knew that I, when a new console came out, I didn't just want go to my mom and go, I want that new console. I knew that there was a sense of wrong in it. So that came out in a sense of, I can't have this new console. I don't want to ask for this new console. So fuck this new console. And I remember <laughs> vividly how that was aimed mostly at the PlayStation 2 when it came out. And I was aimed mostly at the PlayStation 2. I fucking hated the PlayStation 2 because of the reasons I just said. But I'm going ahead of myself. So I have the Game Boy. And the Game Boy Pocket would come out. I didn't want it. Never got it. The Game Boy Color came out. And I didn't want that one either. Until a friend lends it to me. And I get to play it in the Game Boy Color for the first time. And I only remember one game that I played on it. It was Cannon Fodder for the Game Boy Color. And how much that game blew me the fuck away. It blew me away. Uh, to go from Game Boy to the Game Boy Color was insane. And Cannon Fodder was a fucking beautiful game. At least from what I remember. Memory, don't fail me now. And I would feel like... I, it was among the first like times I had this feeling of, fuck, I really want this. <laughs> it was the Game Boy Color. So I asked for a Game Boy Color for Christmas. Uh, it won me over really bad. And I was like, yeah, I want a Game Boy Color for Christmas. That Christmas, I did not get a Game Boy Color. Mm -mm. No. For you see, I opened up the, the gift. And instead of a Game Boy Color, I got the brand new Game Boy Advance. The follow-up to the Game Boy Color. And being a little shithead, I remember being disappointed because it wasn't the Game Boy Color. Now... To be fair, one, I was a shithead. Uh, two, I didn't know what the Game Boy Advance was. I didn't uh, understand that it was the follow-up, therefore a more <coughs> advanced console than the Game Boy Color. All I knew is it didn't say color on it. So I was like, mm. But of course I was still happy. But the first game I played on it was Super Mario Advance 1, which was a remake of Super Mario Bros. 2. And sweet Jesus, my face, my face fucking melted the first time I saw that game because I could not believe how fucking gorgeous that console was, both, both in terms of like the console itself and the game. Now, remember, I'm going from the Game Boy, played one game on the color, and then going to Game Boy Advance. It, it really felt like fucking Advance, and my parents... My parents bought that for me. My parents bought that for me. Uh, let's go on with the Nintendo, huh? 
I remember when I really wanted a Nintendo GameCube. When that first when that GameCube came out, I was not a fan. I was an Xbox fanboy, baby. I was an Xbox fanboy. And I, I didn't want the PlayStation. Fuck the PlayStation. I don't need the PlayStation. I don't want the GameCube. I got the Xbox. Xbox. So I don't need anything else. Uh, I got all three consoles that in the end, by the way. They're j just saying. Uh, it was a wrestling game that made me want to get the PlayStation 2. Uh, but no, no, I, I, I'll go back to the PlayStation 2. Anyway, I was an Xbox fanboy. I didn't want uh, the PlayStation 2 or the GameCube until I got to touch the GameCube controller. And, whew. Whew. Ooh, I fell in love with that console the moment I fucking touched that fucking controller. The GameCube hand controller is one of the absolute best controllers in the world. Uh, except when it comes to FPS, I don't care what anyone says. I will fight you in the fucking streets. That, that controller is dog shit for FPS. Everything else, though. The good stuff. But anyway, I wanted a, a, a GameCube, and I was working at a game GameStop at this time, EB Games, EB Games Tradition, to recall, before it was GameStop. And I was working there, not not professionally, as in I wasn't getting paid. I was only working there as an intern, basically. And I really wanted a GameCube. And I remember going like, it was December when I worked there. And I remember thinking to myself, if I can just hold on until after Christmas, I can get some money. I can get the GameCube. Now, I didn't tell my parents that I wanted a GameCube. I was old enough to know that I can get my own stuff. So I didn't tell them I wanted a GameCube. But I did tell my coworkers, I want the fucking GameCube. Give me that GameCube. And it was a special silver one. And I remember coming to work one day. I think it was the 23rd, 22nd. It was after the 20th, but not Christmas. I remember coming into work, and the first thing they tell me is, so sorry, buddy. Someone bought the last GameCube. And I felt devastated. Devastated. Fuck, I really wanted a fucking GameCube. Oh, fuck, man. All right. Uh, shit. Well, I'm, I'm going to have to wait. And th the following days, I stayed home. I stayed home every day till Christmas. I, I didn't leave my fucking room. Fuck that shit. And I so I knew for a fact that no one, like, came in with a GameCube. No one bought it. You know, as a kid, you have hope that someone, maybe someone in the family bought it. But no, no one bought it. And... It's finally Christmas. We all open up our gifts. And I open up my last package. Because in, in Chris, uh, when it was Christmas, you would put all, all the gifts under the trees. Of course, like everyone does. Like Here I am talking like I'm, my family's the only one that does it. We put all the Christmas gifts under the tree. And we open all of them up. It was a great Christmas. Everyone was having a fantastic time. And then at the end of it, when, when we're about to finish... I can't remember who it was. It could have been my big sister. But she came into the room and said, oh, why? Oh, there's one more gift. And she comes in and she gives me this huge box. And I open it up and Lord and behold, it's the Nintendo GameCube. The silver one. I fucking knew I was going to get it. 
And I'm shocked. I'm like, how the fuck did this happen? And I'm going to say those words, of course. How did this happen? And what had happened was they knew I was working that day. And the co-worker at GameStop is a friend of mine. Till this day is a friend of mine. And he had, he told them, your kid wants that GameCube really badly. So what he did was he bought the GameCube. My coworker, he bought the GameCube. And he gave it to my mom while I was on my way to work. My mom paid him the, uh, the money and she left. So while I was at work, they were wrapping up the GameCube. <laughs> and I got it And I still remember the first fucking game I played on it Mario Kart Double Dash And I still own That GameCube to this day If you ever see photos Of my bedroom Before you ask why the fuck would we do that There are reasons But above my bed I have my Nintendo 8-bit My Super Nintendo My Nintendo 64 And my Silver GameCube and if you look at my latest Let's Play where Ren plays Resident Evil, you will see a silver GameCube. Now, going back to the PlayStation, I, uh, like I said, I didn't want the PlayStation. I was an Xbox fanboy. How did I become an Xbox fanboy? My sister, I was going to talk about my parents, but most of this is going to my big sister. You know who you are. Uh, I was watching a TV show with my big sister, and they were highlighting these new games that are coming out. And one of the games were uh, Dead or Alive 3 for the Xbox. And my sister was so impressed by this. She was like, I, what the fuck is this? Because she had never seen anything like this. I mean, this is the Xbox Dead or Alive 3. This is one-off, if not the prettiest game when it came out. And I said, oh, that's the new Xbox. It, that's that's the new uh, that's a new console coming out. Then yeah, yeah. We got the PlayStation 1. We're good. And I can't remember exactly how much later, but I think it was like one week later. She comes home. She goes to her bedroom. And then she calls my name. And she goes, I just, I, I don't understand how this works. And in her hand, she's holding an Xbox controller and she's playing Dead or Alive 3. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and she goes, that game was looked really good, but it, this is too hard. It's too difficult. I Here, you take it. And that's how I got my first Xbox. And one... I am one blessed, spoiled son of a bitch. And um, the game that made me finally realize you really want the fucking PlayStation 2 was the game WWE SmackDown, Here Comes the Pain. Because at that time, Nintendo had its own uh, wrestling games, Xbox had their own wrestling games, and PlayStation had their own wrestling games with their own unique engines, very distinct games. The PlayStation had the SmackDown games. And I remember to this day, the first time I saw SmackDown 5, Here Comes the Pain. And... Blow blew me away does not make that does not do it justice. The animations, <clears throat> it was the first time I saw a wrestling game where a wrestler would actually show that they're in pain. It was the first wrestling game that showed 
when like when they start bleeding, there was an animation specifically for like I'm bleeding. That game was so fucking advanced that it made me go from fuck the PlayStation 2 to ah uh, fuck man, I gotta have the PlayStation 2. There's no fucking way I cannot have this. This is too good. That was the game that made me finally cave in. And for my graduation, uh, let's see now. It was when I finished ninth grade. Uh, da, 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 yeah, it was, I was. I finished ninth. How old are you then? Fifteen, fifteen, sixteen. I I think so. My um, I was going through some stuff in in school. Uh, if you've heard about other episodes that's personal to me about my teenage years, you'll know why. I was going through some personal stuff in my head growing up, not not really accepting yourself. And something about me is that I have the, wor the world's worst poker face. You can clearly tell when I'm bothered or sad or angry, like clearly fucking tell. And it was no secret that I was just going through stuff. And like even then I knew that I wasn't straight and my sexuality was different. So my sister, knowing that I wanted a PlayStation 2, came home with a PlayStation 2, SmackDown 3, SmackDown 4. <sighs> what other games? I can't, I can't remember what other games. I knew there were other because it, it, was, it was four games, but I can't remember the other two. But I do remember SmackDown 3 and SmackDown 4. So my big sister bought me that one. She bought me the PlayStation 2. She bought me the Xbox. Now, I want to go back to my parents. I love you, sis, but I want to go back to my parents. My parents got me, of course, the PlayStation 1. Of course they did. I do not remember. That is fucked. That is actually fucked. I do not remember how or when I got the PlayStation 1. For the life of me, I do not remember. I do not remember, but I do remember them buying me Tomb Raider 3, which is how this whole thing started. They bought me Tomb Raider 3. They bought me Tomb Raider 4, Road Rash Jailbreak, Medieval, Crash Bandicoot 3. Jesus, they bought me. Um, my big sis bought me Oddworld A Apes Odyssey. Uh, my dad bought me Final Fantasy 7. But we bought it at a used store place, so um, the motherfucker who sold who sold us that game only sold the first CD. And for those of you who don't know, Final Fantasy VII requires three CDs. So I did not beat Final Fantasy VII for the longest time because I only had CD one. At the end, when it says "Please answer CD 2 I only answered with "What the fuck are you talking about?" So for the longest time, I could not beat Final Fantasy VII. I only had the first CD. But he bought me that game. Crash Bandicoot 3 was a Christmas gift. And till this day, it's my favorite Crash Bandicoot game. Even though 4 is a better game, I think nostalgia, man. Nostalgia, man. Nostalgia hits hard with Crash Bandicoot 3. <sighs> they bought me... I remember when my mom came home once... And she bought me Superman Man of Steel for the Xbox. 
And I do not care what anyone says about that fucking game. I do not care that it's constantly on worst superhero games of all time or any of that fucking bullshit. I have a very soft spot for Superman Man of Steel. Not Superman 64. Superman Man of Steel for the Xbox. My mom bought me that game. And I remember responding with, don't you think I'm too old for superhero games? And I could tell that hurt her feelings. And I, that's why I remember it so vividly, because I felt like such a piece of shit when I said that. And maybe that's why, maybe that's why I'm convinced that it's a good game, because I really like that game. Uh, she bought me Superman, Man of Steel. I think I think the, these are the games that I remember. I mean, everyone in my family bought me. They bought me all the video games when I was a kid, but I, I can't go through all of them. I mean, we're almost at 30 minutes. I can't, I can't talk about this topic for too long. But they bought me, they bought me all of those games. I, I was a very, and like I said, until this day, I still am, extremely spoiled kid. Uh, my big sis was always there to, to, to make sure I was entertained, always buying me consoles. My mom always helping me in buying games. Uh, so many Christmases, man, with just remembering all these games they bought me. And uh, you cannot talk about these things and not get emotional. At least I can't. I can't. Which is why I wanted to record this episode now, because watching that Tomb Raider movie really, really hit um, the heartstrings. And made me just very happy of the fucking childhood I, I had. Uh, it was a very blessed one. Very blessed one. It's, it's why I love video games so much. It's why I'm covered in tattoos. Final Fantasy VII, Mega Man tattoos. It's, 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 not, it's not just a video game. It's, it's a physical representation of your big sister getting a job and making sure that you are entertained. It's a physical example of your parents working your ass off to buy you a console because you don't have any friends or because they don't want you to see alone or sad. It's, it's not just a video game. It is memories that you create with your friends. So many wonderful memories that you create with them. and memory, Memories of me playing SmackDown, Here Comes the Pain with my mom and we're playing First Blood Match and she wins. <laughs> it's not just video games. It's the memories that make you smile when you need to smile the most. And I wanted this to be a tribute to the hardships and the dedication that my family put over these years. And while there have been many, many, many times where my closest friends have done the same, I think that a separate podcast dedicated to that is necessary because I want to give the time and space to my family. Thank you, amigos, for listening to this uh, personal episode. I really felt like I needed to do this. I really felt like it had to be done now. And 
thank you to my family for giving me the best goddamn childhood a person can have. This is my way of saying thanks. We're starting the year with emotions. We're starting the year with uh, some some laughs and some tears. But the next one won't be as as um, as personal as this one. But I haven't done an episode like this in a very long time, so you'll have to excuse me for wanting to do one now. It's not just video games. It's my fucking childhood. All right, that's the music. Thank you for listening to this. Next one, we'll, we'll have some more laughs, eh? We'll go back to business. 2023, let's go. Adios. Adios.